All right. Hey, what's up, guys? We have Chuck Sway here. He has his own podcast called, I think it's called Chuck Sway, right? It's called The Sway Parade. The Sway Parade. Okay, great. So we haven't really talked too much before this, but um, yeah, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Chuck? Yeah, so um, I produce a, a weekly video podcast on YouTube. Um, nothing is taken too serious. Uh, it's just sticking around. Uh, it's a good time. Um, what you had asked me before we went live is if I do this professionally. And no, I would love to do it professionally. But uh, right now, I still got bills to pay. So I still have a day job. But yeah, these are uh, pretty much free time when I have weekends. Um, just working on my show. And then uh, recently, um, just started to find, you know, other creators and seeing if I could hop on their show and, and play the the guest for once, because that role is, um, I've done 60 episodes now. And it's either the host, just me doing solo or uh, having, you know, some friends on my wife's been on a few times. Um, but it's nice to sit in a guest seat and just run with it. Yeah, I actually haven't been in the guest seat yet. I've thought about doing it. And I think it would be kind of fun to do it, but I haven't done it. And I mean, it's been pretty easy for me to find guests on that where I found you on Reddit, on yep. Podcast Guest Exchange. And I've gotten some good guests. Like when I first thought about doing this, I was doing it a while ago, like with friends, kind of doing like what you're doing, like where we were just kind of, I guess, just talking about pop culture and making fun of that kind of stuff. And then they dropped out. So I'm like, okay, I got to get guests now. And so I was like going on Reddit to try and find guests. And then I found that podcast guest exchange and it's been pretty good so far. Um, I actually just had like a, a guy from the French military, like today, like at noon. And then the other day I had like an artificial intelligence, like tech type guy. And I'm interested in all of it. So it's just been fun really, you know, for me to do this. Yeah, it's it's crazy how accessible people are, right? You hear those titles today and it's like, well, yeah, you just find them on the internet. But like, imagine like a news interview, like 15, 20, 30 years ago, where it's like, hey, we have this world renowned, uh, you know, scientists like today's day and age, we're doing AI. But um, yeah, you could talk to to anyone. Yeah, have you had any luck on other people's podcasts? Like, have you have you uh, managed to get on any like big ones or even like semi big ones? You are the um, you're the second one I've done. I, I just started just kind of reaching out to people. And the the first one I was on, I couldn't get a gauge of like the audience size. But honestly, like it was a really good conversation. So I'm not really concerned about you know, chasing clout and and viewership and all of that um, just conversations. Because uh, I'm still kind of in a bubble, you know, post COVID, just because of my day job, I work so much. And so it's like interfacing with the people that I do that I work with, there's only four of us. Um, and then just the wife at home. So it's like, all right, let's use the internet to, you know, chat with more people, interact, socialize. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a really good way to, <clears throat> if anything, just meet new people on the internet. I met it, like I said, I met a ton of really interesting people actually before the the tech guy i had this girl who who went on there on the podcast guest exchange and she had said she had been abducted by aliens and then i got her on and it was even more interesting not only had she been abducted by aliens but she had been um she actually was in she thought she was an alien like she thought that an alien had basically like taken over her soul and i was like as I was interviewing her, it was like one of those situations where you're like, 
oh like oh shit you know what i mean like, like this is oh, this is gnarly you know what i mean and um it's just kind of like a surreal conversation you're having with somebody and that one so far has done like hasn't done great on youtube but it's like it's done better than my other ones because i think people are interested in that like really crazy like kind of far out like fringe type stuff you know yeah uh, just today that's super coincidental because uh, i had a buddy recommend a podcast for me called mysterious universe and i have my you know typical weekly rotation of stuff i listen to each week but by the time you know today's thursday by the time we get later into the week it's like all right i have some free listening time as i'm driving and so i pulled up this and the episode i listened to uh, was about not only alien abductions, but also military abductions that were kind of connected to uh, there was an alien abduction and then the government came in, military um, agency, what have you, and then they scooped them up and tried to get, you know, any information or try to suppress any information of their experience. So I don't typically venture into the, the alien conspiracies, um, pretty passive with that. Uh, but it is super interesting to hear about uh, those people's experience. The closest I've came is I've seen a UFO and just the base definition of like, I didn't know what the hell it was. It was in the sky. Uh, but I pulled up my phone, took a video of it. And then that was that. I thought when it was going on, it's like, oh, like, this is it. Like, this is like the Independence Day. Like, the ships show up. Like, we're done for. And nothing came of it. And so I was like, I don't know what it was then. Yeah, like when I hear those stories, I mean, I'm not like a big UFO guy. I kind of think that like, oh, it was probably just like SpaceX or whatever, like one of one of Elon Musk's rockets going up. But um, yeah, right, right. Who knows? I mean, did did you did you post the video or anything like online? Uh, it might be posted on my personal Instagram. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, and I can share it. And if not, I can drop it. Actually, you know what? I will. Um. I know where it is. So I let me multitask this. We continue chatting and I'll, I'll search for this and then drop it. I can throw it up on the screen, but it was wild. It was this, um, this black, like V upside down V. It looked like one of those inflatable two men that they put outside of car dealerships. And coincidentally, yeah. I was working at a car dealership when I saw it, but the strangest thing is it was stationary. And it was slowly moving upwards. And then what? That would have been towards the north. Ever so slowly. And it, it was just, it was the wildest thing. And can't explain what it was. I can't tell you it was a UFO. I didn't get sucked up into it. It was broad daylight too. Um, oh, wow. That that makes it interesting. So you yeah, probably well, actually got a pretty good like video of it, right? It wasn't like all dark and decent, right? Like I'm, I'm scrolling through right now on my phone. Like this was... Yeah ago but i mean it wasn't bad like if you phone camera at the time yeah if you want we can just you know find it later and post it or whatever it might be kind of hard for me to bring it up um because i'm not like really totally ready unless you're able to bring it up yeah the, um you can share screens so i could do yeah. that but um yeah. yeah i can i can find it pretty quick but like i said we can continue okay. no oh, problem yeah, yeah. how how is the uh, YouTube live? Yeah, so guys, I'm um, doing YouTube live. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like zero people watching, but can you check to see if there's anybody watching on there? Uh, you got two watching right now. 
<laughs> one definitely is me and then i don't know if the other one is you but that could be me yeah um so yeah um, i was gonna tell you before about my um the reason why i have like over six thousand subscribers is because not really well partially because of me because i post a lot of shit on there but like my friend um he was like boating with his son and a bunch of his friends out in like newport beach where are you from by the way where do you live? Uh, I am. I'm north of Seattle, like an hour and a half north of Seattle. Okay. For some reason, I thought you were going to be in California because of the PST. But yeah, I didn't. I forgot that that went all the way up. Um, Californians forget that there's two other states. It's just California. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah. Yeah. So my friend, he was out boating like with his his kid and their friends, and you know they're pretty young, and they see this thing that looks like a shark. And he films it and it's like the perfect like kind of like um viral video where he's filming it and they're screaming and they're like they're literally like boating away from it and he showed it to me i'm like hey man can i post that on my youtube channel and he's like yeah go for it so i posted on there and tiktok it went viral on both got like you know millions of likes not mine and it got me a lot of subscribers on here i think that's where most of them have come from um, but unfortunately, my other videos aren't getting as many uh, views, you know what I mean, as, as those, was, you know, they're not viral. But um, it turns out, too, that everybody was commenting on the video that like, it's not a shark, it's a sunfish. It looks, I thought it was a shark, it looked like a shark. But yeah, it turns out it's um, probably a sunfish, so it wasn't as scary as yeah. they were acting. So I think people thought it was funny, too. But so getting into, get, get, getting into you, like, what are some of the... Um, what are some of the uh, podcasts that you listen to? You mentioned you listen to like a lot of podcasts and all that. Yeah, so I, I listen to a good amount of podcasts, but strictly in one genre, which is just comedy. So uh, I'm a massive fan of Tom Segura. Uh, and so he okay. two each week. He does one with Burt Kreischer, Two Bears, One Cave. That's my Monday drive. Uh, on Tuesdays, I don't know if you're familiar with Will Sasso. He was on Mad TV. He was a, a Vine star when Vine was big. Yeah. So he does a podcast uh, with one of his buddies, Chad Colchin, uh, and it's uh, at least seemingly. I haven't cracked the code yet. I don't know if it's just theatrics or if it actually is ran by an AI. But they have an AI that they claim you know produces the show, sets up the segment, <clears throat> all this stuff. So that's Tuesday. Wednesday is Tom Segura with his wife, Christina Pajitsky, uh, on your mom's house. And then after that, it falls off and it's like, whatever I can find, just kind of poke around, you know? Yeah. So you got, you got it set up to where it's, well, not every day, but you got like, you know, one every day with me, I'm like constantly looking for podcasts because I'm a delivery driver. So okay. my whole day is just listening to podcasts. So it's like, if I run out of one, I'm just like, Oh shit. Like what am I going to do? Right. So I, I just have like a ton, but I definitely know of who you're talking about. And Will Sasso has actually been on my, one of my favorite podcasts, which is yeah, but still, have you heard that one by any chance? I don't think so. No, it's more of like an alt comedy type indie comedy thing. Um, he was on there and then they have a new, I don't know if you know who like Brandon Wardell is. He's like a comedian. He's all, he's, he's a smaller comedian. Him and he's from, yeah, but still he has a new one. And they also had Will Sasso. And so I would, I would recommend you to go check that out if you're a Will Sasso fan. Yeah. And he sure. also talked about his podcast. So, um, yeah, so I'm into like, yeah, but still, um, have you heard of like come town or like the Adam Freeland show by any chance? No. So, uh, when I first started getting into, 
listening to podcasts like for before music streaming uh, became a big thing and everyone still had like the iTunes app and they would actually physically digitally physically buy the files and they'd have the albums and all that like I was surfing LimeWire I was just downloading so much music and so I was like the equivalent of someone that has like thousands of vinyl records that was me with um audio files and so for the longest time all I did was listen to music and then I was like you know what uh let's change the pace up a little bit listen to some podcasts where do you start Joe Rogan and then from there kind of branched off from that and pretty much just found you know Tom Segura's network and I was like all right like I'm I'm comfortable here and it's been like I don't know four or five years of me listening to them each week yeah, I'm very familiar with like the. I'm not like super familiar with Tom Segura's podcast, but I'm totally familiar with that whole group. And speaking of which, so like right around the time I think that I messaged you, I also messaged this other guy who's a comedian. And so I didn't even really ask you what topic you want to talk about because I figured I saw your thing and I figured I would just, I knew you'd probably be into the same stuff as me, like pop culture stuff. But with this guy, I was like, do you have a topic you want to talk about? And he couldn't come up with a topic. And so, and I'm fine with that. I am fine with just shooting the shit, but I was like, maybe we can just do comedy or whatever. But he said he's a comedian. And I was like, and he's like, he was like comedy, like the industry or like, you know, like just do comedy. And I was like, whatever, we can do comedy or whatever. And I was like, we can talk about Joe Rogan. And he's like, I hate capital, like hate Joe Rogan. And he's like, but it might be interesting to talk about. And then like, he seemed like kind of pissed off. And like, right out, and right after that, he's like, I won't be able to like to do it tonight. Like something came up and I was like, I'm not like a huge Joe Rogan guy or anything. I just think it's like something to talk about. You know what I mean? Because like, he right. is the biggest, his podcast is the biggest comedy podcast. He has like most comedians on there and I don't love him or hate him. I do. I do like his podcast, but it's like, he says some stuff that bothers me, but it's like, it's more just, I'm really fascinated with his, his whole, like, everyone who come, a lot of the people who go on his podcast, such as like Jordan Peterson and you know, those guys like Sam Harris and Andrew. Um, and yeah. All those people. Yeah. Yeah. All those types of guys. And so I'm, I don't really necessarily like all of them and what they're saying, but it's like interesting, you know, to watch. So, um, yeah, so that's me. So I, li I'm trying to think, I listen to Lex Friedman, you know, Lex Friedman, he's also on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, he, um, I did branch off, you know, like my, my later in the week off days, uh, he had uh, Sam Atwell with OpenAI um, talking about the implications of artificial intelligence, you know, as we progress through and like, should you put a hold on it? Like, what, what could this all mean? So that's the only time I've listened to him, but it was, uh, it was very interesting. Yeah, I think it was Sam Altman, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that guy is. I'm very interested in all that too. Like I told you before, I had like that tech guy on, so we were talking about Elon Musk and him and everything else that's going on, like with Chat GPT. But yeah, so I'm just trying to think of what else I listened to. Um, yeah, like Joe Rogan, um, some smaller comedy stuff, Lex Friedman, um, some true crime stuff. I'm into poker, so I listen to like poker okay. podcasts. But so, anyways, yeah, getting to your podcast. Um, like I said, I watched a few of them and I, like I said, I enjoyed them. And I noticed that a couple of them went viral, right? A couple that you got like 16,000 or something um, on a couple yeah. of them, right? Yeah, that the term is so 
it's so tough to like use nowadays because yeah like in the scope of my catalog of content 100 it went viral like there's i think i have my best performing reel on instagram is at like 60k uh but in the grand scheme of things right like to get to the youtube partner program if you're going to go through like the youtube shorts route you need 10 million shorts views in 90 days so it's like okay i'm bushling in it right now uh, yeah but yeah like it's it's interesting how some things will ride and some things will absolutely just fall on on their face and it's like the inside baseball of it is like the ones that hardly get picked up are the ones like my favorite ones of like all right like the people should probably really enjoy this and it's like 120 views it's like all right i guess i will just go fuck myself cool on to the next one i mean that's rinse and repeat with content creation nowadays but um yeah i mean i still uh i still have a lot of fun with it the post that went out yesterday so the you probably saw the chuck sway account and i think i i saw you interact and i think you uh you followed the account so yeah on instagram and on tiktok uh there are two separate accounts um the one that you saw which was the chuck sway account and then my like persona or my my yeah my like secondary persona co-host is country strong clyde in reality it's me in a cowboy hat uh just doing country strong stuff but that's the other side of it too um and those are like by and large like my favorite clips just because they're uh, they're really fun to make um but yeah i've uh, i've been doing it for a little over a year and i've learned and picked up over the last year you just got to keep shitting stuff out and so you know when it comes to sacrificing a saturday every week fuck it why not let's do it yeah it's i mean it's funny but it's like you said i totally agree with you on the stuff that you think is going to go big just doesn't i have some videos where i'm like but it's like i told you i have the instagram shots and all that kind of stuff and like recently i've been getting like a lot of like over the cloud type stuff and i'm just like man I, i'm kind of like blown away myself with with how good the shots are and not to be cocky but i'm like oh i love these and i post them and like they just do not get many views at all like i'm averaging probably 500 to a thousand with like 100 likes maybe mm -hmm. and honestly like i don't really know what it is i think a lot of it has to do with like I don't even know, but like maybe like uniqueness or something like, or um, like, it's almost like you have to grab the person's attention immediately, which I feel like you do a pretty good job at doing with yours. And not only that, but with yours, I think that you're just discussing stuff. that's kind of like hot topics, right? Like the one that I know, the one that I saw that like had a lot of views or likes, I think had like that soccer player. It was like the top left one. Um, I'm forgetting his name, but um, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. And like, what are the ones that have done good? How many, you said 60,000 views. Like how many likes are the ones that are doing really well getting? I think that 60,000 one has the view. I don't know. Uh, 15 to, I'm not sure. Um, I don't, I pay attention to the numbers, but not, not so much like trying to get caught up on like how many people liked it. Um, but with that Ronaldo post, I did have to turn off the notifications on Instagram because they were just flooding through. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. I don't need this to consume my whole day looking down at my phone. Like who's watching my shit. Do they like it? Do they like me? Am I accepted? Um, but I mean, it did ride the wave for sure. 
Yeah, and I mean, in a way, it's even though it's like kind of like uh, stupid or whatever, but in a way, it is like a good feeling to when something does like like you said, it's not really viral. Like viral might be like millions, but like um, when it's doing good, it is kind of a cool feeling to like see it, you know, right in the wave or whatever. Like, how many do you think? It, how many likes do you think it has? If you had to guess, like fifteen hundred or something. Something like that. Actually, let me look at it right now. Uh, it is sitting at. Yeah, sixteen thousand likes. Okay, so yeah, that's that's a, like a ton more than I've gotten with mine. So, um, yeah, in my in my opinion, that's good. Um, so yeah, you said you had like a like a co-host that's you. So are you are you like cutting yourself talking to yourself that type of thing where it's like going back and forth? No, I've I've entertained that idea. Um, just as like a fun experiment, but the just considering the amount of time that that will take, I, I'm sure I'll do it at some point, but no, it's um, so the show is broken down into three main segments. Um, it's the new, there's the news segment. There is a, a clip segment, which is probably a lot of the things that you saw was just showing some clip and adding some commentary to it. And then there's the sports segment that has morphed into, it used to be uh a sports you know sports clips sports news things like that and then at the end there'd be the country strong segment where i'd bring out country strong clyde and do very similar things to what you saw on the made instagram channel uh and then i kind of moved away from like you know what the nfl season's over like i'm not really like i think the nfl draft is going on right now and i could not give two shits about it so i was like oh let me shift this sports segment and let's just make it all country strong so as i'm recording uh, I'll be doing my thing here and then I'll just get up, put on my shirt, put on the cowboy hat and then just run with that segment. Um, but it, of course, you know, gets cut together. So it's not like me leaving my chair to go suit up and everything. Yeah. And then you also said that you you were kind of explaining you were kind of explaining to me before you have multiple cameras yeah. set up. Right. And is that just so you can. You were saying instead of editing afterwards, like you just have it set up to get multiple, like, are you changing like which camera is being used like while you're going? Yeah. So it's, um, it's one for that to just like free up the, the workflow. Cause if I'm looking at camera one and then I cut to camera two, and if I do that in real time, then I don't have to do it while I'm editing. Cause the episodes are, you know, 45 minutes to an hour long. And that's a lot of cuts to just put in there. Um, but also just cause like, you know, we're talking about like what could make a piece of content ride the wave it's engaging, it pulls people in. And so the thing that's tough is with people like talking, like how we are right now, it's super dependent on like the subject matter of the conversation, but you could have someone talking about some just total BS, whatever. But if you're cutting cameras, if you're punching in, if you're just having it visually move people are naturally their eyes are going to take to that because it's like oh like what's going on over here and so it's also that to just make sure you know stuff is engaging because for the majority probably 80 90 percent of the episodes that i've done so far it's just been me uh, i don't have a guest on and so that's pretty tough to just watch a white guy talk and you know tell everyone what grinds his gears and so just that's like an added like um subconscious thing that i'm mindful of of like okay 
cut camera angles. Let's show, you know, what we have on the screen, um, all that. So yeah, it's a, it's a full-blown thing. It's, is it overkill? I think it is, but like I said, I enjoy it. So it's in, it's interesting what you just said, because I was like, kind of wondering why are you even like changing a camera, but you're saying just by changing a camera angle, it keeps people engaged. But as opposed to just having one camera that like they'll get bored. But if you're like constantly cutting to different angles, they're like, Oh, what's, what's going on. But like, it's obviously still, it's still just like on you. It's just from a different angle, essentially. Right. You're not like, besides that one character, you're not like changing characters or anything. Obviously you couldn't do that like in real time, but um, yeah, it's, or maybe, or, or, or I was thinking maybe if like there's something behind you that you want, the camera to see or i don't know is that part of it too like just like the yeah so uh there's like a few things that get so the term is is keying in or like superimposing like an image or like what you get with green screens i don't use a green screen but like um for example my if i'm talking about a news story um i don't want it to just be me uh, talking about it, you know, add some visual uh, elements to it. So usually like I don't use this webcam when I record, but like say just for the framing, you know, I'm right here and then I have a picture. Well, let me get my bearings here. I have a picture pop up right in this space. And so adding that in and, and making sure that that's done in real time instead of uh, doing it in, in post-production and editing because uh, editing just takes it takes so much time. I do it professionally too at my job. And so it's, it's a lot. Yeah. What's funny is speaking of editing, like it's um, like, so I had my, I had a friend doing this. Like, so I had two, it's, it's like pretty bad, but like I had like two friends in the beginning and doing it with me. They dropped out. Then more recently I asked, a, I, I kind of like the idea of doing it with a friend. And so I asked a friend to come on, and I was planning just to kind of do a one-on-one with him, but then he ended up coming on the conversations with me. So it was me and him zoom with another person, but then he kind of started getting on me about editing and stuff. And he's like, we need something in the beginning, which I agree with him on. And then he said, we need to edit this. And he started like, just telling me what to do. And the very last one where I finally kind of got over it, like mid mid podcast, he literally messages me saying like, don't post this one. Cause like we were talking about the guy was like a, the guy had been like a drug addict and I was like, dude, I want, I, I want this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I want drug addicts. I want, I want this crazy shit going on, you know? And he just didn't think it went good. So I called him and I was like, dude, like we're not seeing eye to eye on this, you know? And um, basically we, we went our separate ways. But my point is, is that he wanted me to edit it. And I was like, dude, I'm fine with like doing the conversation, but like, I don't know if I could do the editing. I mean, it's like, I'm not even good at it for one. I don't even really know what I'm doing. My computer can't even like really like a lot of my videos are two to three hours long. Like my computer can't even like handle like how like long they are. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I just like gave up on it. I'm just like, fuck it. It's just going to be, you know, like live like it is now basically. And um, I've had a few people want me to like add stuff or cut stuff out, which I will. But um, ideally I kind of just like the live flow though. I kind of like the Joe Rogan flow, you know, like I don't, really get the vibe that he's like like obviously he has jamie he's doing like a, like probably is doing a lot of editing but for the most part the conversation is just like flowing it's not like yep you know what i mean like if somebody says something dumb you just roll with it or whatever who cares you know or uh i kind of like the natural flow so um yeah i've kept it that way 
but uh yeah a lot of it just has to do with the fact that i just don't want to do like a shit, a shit ton of editing but yeah. um i mean it's tough like i i can't i would really struggle to put myself in in the shoes of someone that is like just wanting to start out today just like fresh clean slate don't really know a whole lot about it like the the extent of their editing is just you know swiping through like videos on their phone and like trimming it up for a bit like i've been working on videos since um what was it windows vista with windows movie maker when i was in seventh grade and so like i kind of got a jump on it uh but it's yeah it's it's such a beast to take on and like the learning curve is uh, i mean tools are getting easier and easier right with ai coming out like things are just going to get easier you'll just tell an AI a prompt, hey, you know, cut up this episode of my podcast and take the five most interesting things, you hit enter, and it'll just shit it out. And there you go. So I mean, it's going to make people's lives easier. But I feel like even moving through that, I'm old school, it's like, no, I want to be in the nooks and crannies. And I want to be fucking around with everything. Um, but yeah, it's it it's tough to it's editing like it's a a trigger word um to some extent for a lot of people like oh i don't i don't want to touch it nope not for me yeah well the funny thing is is i think that if i had like a good computer and a good editor and all that like i had like enough and it's like i should invest in a good computer but it's like i feel like i need like at least like a like a you know a macbook or something i don't know what do you use so i have uh i have a pc um i built it i got so lucky i built it right before the pandemic or not right before the pandemic, but right before there was a bunch of shortages and a lot of computer parts. Um, MacBooks though, and just Macs in general are great because they're just all in one. They're just killers, they're tanks. I mean, especially with content, they're designed to be more for uh, visual um, creation and editing. Whereas like PC, like, do you remember the old commercial of it was a mac and a pc and the pc was kind of dorky and he had that brown suit on and then the mac was cool and hip i mean that's still pretty accurate today except now we have rgb and all this stuff and it's all gaming pcs and all that but um yeah that's like the other element too is like having a machine that's able to process the amount of video so like in a, a given recording session when i'm doing the show there are technically three camera angles if you count the screen that's being recorded plus the audio um when i archive the files a given episode is like i don't know 50 gigabytes which if you think just a standard you know thumb drive like that's gonna fill it up really quick that's nuts just one of your videos is 50 gigs one one yeah one video one full episode with like all the elements that go into it is 50 gigabytes of files the final video is i don't know maybe like two or three gigabytes um once it's all you know exported and and baked in and all of that but yeah like all of the files and like i ran out of space on my computer i had to get like external hard drives like a whole like server rack of it so i could hold on to that footage because i didn't want to get rid of it it's like you never know when something's going to come up and go like oh hey i talked about this two years ago let me let me pull it up or just, I don't know, when I get later in my days, I'll be like, I want to see what things were like when I started. And then I could look at episode one and be like, there I am. Look at me. Yeah. So 
I mean, you're like, so we, like, we are talking pretty intense. Like your computer must be pretty intense to do that then. Like, what kind of computer, like, do you think like a MacBook Pro or even just, I don't even like know the terms, but like regular MacBook would be enough for me? Or like, do I need something even like more gnarly than that, you think, for a couple hour videos? It's not, it's not an HD. Are your videos in HD? They look like they are. Yeah, yeah, they're they're in 1080. Um, and that's a limitation. I'd love to have them be in 4k because my cameras are 4k. But my video switcher I have, you can only do 1080, which is still HD. So I'm not complaining. And it doesn't matter that much because the YouTube doesn't even really do 4k, right? I think it does. They do. Yeah, you can upload videos in 4k. But like, we're still at a point right now where like, not everyone has 4k capabilities, like with their monitors, like I now like what, two, three months ago, just upgraded and got some 4k monitors. So beforehand, if I ever watched a 4k video on YouTube, it, it wasn't 4k, I was still watching it in 1080 HD. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I just, I mean, honestly, I just pretty much use my iPhone for everything. And I know the, the highest that I've seen it go up to is like 2.7k. Yeah. So even the iPhone hasn't gone up to 4k, which seems very weird to me, because it's like, how, how can it like shoot in 4k, but it won't watch YouTube videos in 4k? I, I don't know why, but you know, yeah, it's, it just has to do with like, you're talking about like the, the resolution of the screen, which is like the 2.7 K on the iPhone, but then the, what the iPhone camera is able to capture, which is 4k, which, you know, when you throw it on something that, you know, can display it, then you get 4k. The other thing about 4k, right? All of my stuff is in 1080 and it's about 50 gigs per episode. If I were to shoot an hour long podcast with the three camera angles I have if I have a guest that's a fourth camera angle if I were to shoot that in 4k it would easily be I don't know 300 400 gigabytes is 4k I mean you got to think it's four times larger uh with pixels than regular 1080 hd so it's like it's nuts like you get in the weeds really yeah cool. and I just don't think that it's worth it like in my opinion like if if you're someone like you who sounds like a professional you know like it probably matters to you to have it be in 4K. But for me and the average person, I don't even know if I'm really going to notice, especially like on YouTube or something. Maybe if it was like, I don't even know, like on a, a 4K smart TV. But um, mm. I just don't think it's, I don't know. It's the same. Yeah, it's just the same thing with like Instagram. Is it's like, I'm not too worried about the specs just because it's only so much when people view it on Instagram. But um, yeah, so how old are you? I am. If you don't mind me asking. 29 yeah fuck i'll be 30 okay so you're still relatively young is this kind of i know we're kind of getting like inside baseball here with like yeah, podcasting think, which is I, fine I, with me but and i nerd out about it which is weird because it's like let no, me yeah, I come on a podcast and talk about podcasting but it's like it's super interesting and like the technology like having just like when i started i've been doing been podcasting i did my first one in like 2017 and it literally was just i had a macbook at the time it was a macbook a usb microphone and garage band that's how it started and then i got a credit card and it was like what the fuck is going on like it just keeps coming it seems like in my mind that would be enough like a macbook pro or a macbook a microphone and garage band yep. i'd be happy with I, I, yeah. i'm not even at that level. i mean honestly dude i'm like I'll just i'm like literally just using my phone right now because that was another thing was i bought it so i bought an hp i think i got it for like 300 and something and i think it was supposed to be 500 normally on sale for 300 and something but it's like like the camera sucks on it and so i bought a microphone 
but then my friend who I was doing it with was like, use your phone because the camera's like the camera's actually pretty good quality for the iPhone. And it's better than my computer. So I'm not even using my computer for much of anything now. I'm doing most of the stuff on my phone. Yep. I'm uploading on my computer. But um anyway, so you're 29. And um is this kind of, so is this kind of like your goal is to be like professional YouTuber, podcaster? Also, sorry, do you is your is it technically a podcast you're doing, or would you say it's like a YouTube show? Like, or is there a difference really? Yeah, I don't know. It's like one of those like regional things. Like some people in the country will say freeway, other areas will say highway. Is it soda? Is it pop? Um, I consider it a podcast. Um, it just has the video element to it, but it's like you get a similar experience. It's not the same. You know, if you're listening, of course, you just get audio. And so that's kind of my job to be like, oh, I have to explain what's going on. And then YouTube, you just have the visual elements. But yeah, I, I consider it a, a podcast. And yeah, like that would be ideal if uh, I could do this full time. Um, the the big thing, and don't get me wrong, I absolutely love my day job. Um, but like to have like full tilt control of like the stuff that I'm putting out uh, and it's unchecked by or it, it is unchecked. It's not checked by anyone. Um, that's kind of the dream uh, is just fuck around, have fun and, you know, make some money. Yeah. I mean, that is, yeah, that is the goal. And so have you made any money doing it? So when I first started this show, the sway parade, um, I came out of the gates a little too fast and like I started, I was like, oh, like I have this, like uh, I have this website with like these subscription options and you can do this and then you get this as perks and this and that. And the only people that really signed up were my friends and wasn't seeing like much growth. So I was like, ah, we'll get rid of that. So I like buy the books. If you were the IRS asking me that question, like, yes, I've made money, but not nowhere near close enough to sustain as a, a living wage. Yeah, I think I got lucky for a bit there and i don't know if you know or remember i don't know if you got it but uh instagram reels was giving like bonuses for oh. posting reels and i got i think you have to be like a professional account or like a business account or whatever to be offered it so if you just have a regular account you wouldn't have been offered it but they offered it to me and so for like once a month i was making like around a hundred dollars just posting reels which i do normally nice and so i was pretty stoked about that i was like man a hundred a month you know just for posting reels and then but yeah so besides that going back to what you were saying about the youtube monetization at first i thought that you just need a thousand subscribers and then i got above that and then i realized oh no you also need four thousand hours of watch time and you need 10 like you said ten thousand, or no 10 million hours million. of shorts so it's either and when or. i either or yeah and when i first posted that viral short i think i had like four to five million and i was just like posting a shit ton on top of that and it got up to like four or five million i was like man i might be able to get it up there but like since then because that video has not viral anymore i've like watched my short count go like all the way down to like two hundred and fifty thousand or something i'm just like so now i'm kind of like focusing on the longer ones and that's part of the reason why i'm doing this is because if this is like a, if I'm doing one, two, three hour long podcasts and like ideally, you know, a hundred people watch them, if a hundred people watch them, the whole thing, 
you know, I'm actually gaining some momentum there mm-hmm. as opposed to posting like five to 10 minute videos. Right. So in terms of the monetization thing, you don't have to say if you don't want to, but where are you at in terms of that? Like, are you getting closer or no, it's still far away. Slowly but surely. It's interesting because right. The, the, what I put the most blood, sweat and tears in is right. The full episodes. It takes the longest to do uh, each week. They come out and I probably bottoms at like 20 views. I'm like, all right, on to the next one. Whereas like the shorts that get uploaded and it's the same ones that you see like on Instagram. It's just all, it's the same content. Uh, across all the platforms but like those will get like a few thousand views which is cool because like i'm seeing subscribers go up but like i haven't even cracked 200 subscribers yet my watch hours are like i think 70 hours which is a long ways away from 4,000. um but that's i've i was thinking about it because you know from time to time like i'll do research and just like cracking the youtube code and all that stuff and like i've made it a goal of mine to like reach the youtube partner program but not to like get there to just monetize and try and like squeeze every dollar out of ad revenue because it's not a whole lot um but just to have like that accomplishment of like a content creator of like hey i did it and then you know if it continues going on um just i don't know work towards the plaque i guess yeah for sure um you know, yeah, that is that is for sure my goal too. My goal is to be monetized, and I've heard even once you get monetized, you don't make that much money at first. Like, like right after you get monetized, I think you only make like, like honestly, like five or ten dollars a month, maybe, or I don't even know. It's not a lot. Yeah, and then obviously, eventually, if you keep growing, but you, I mean, you kind of have to be like a Mr. Beast or an eight. Have you heard H three podcast? Yeah, I'm familiar with them. That would be. Yeah, I would think. I would be. I would think that would be one that would be you know you'd be interested in or would be similar to yours and i guess the big goal is like you just said you've you've done some research into cracking the code and it's like that's the big question is like what like what do you need to do you know i mean what are because everyone talks about the algorithm and doing this or doing that that whole thing doesn't seem like following the algorithm doesn't seem to work for me the only thing that i can think of is like like honestly like post every day which i know for you would just be insane because i i try to i try to with the shorts have at least something go out every day yeah but, but i mean i'm even talking about like the long ones like i don't know you know do you know who like hassan piker is he's like a streamer like a uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah i'm familiar yeah like so i've heard him say that he literally and i know like you or i can't do this but he literally does like eight hours a day every day he's he's always streaming and so it's like, if you think about it, I was kind of thinking if I do enough of these videos, like I was saying, they're each an hour, two hour long a day. I mean, obviously people would have to watch them, but like, it's better than doing one a week or one a month or whatever in my mind. So I'm just trying to do as much as possible at this point. Um, I don't know though. What do you think? What, I mean, what, do you think it's like a matter of luck? It's, I mean. So this is, this is where it's interesting. And like, I've, I've had conversations with people that like, you know, they're like, Hey, I'm interested in starting a podcast. I know you do one. I was like, Oh, like, what do you want to know? Like, I'm happy to help you out. But at the same time, it's like, I can't tell someone what the trick is to beating the YouTube code and actually like fostering an audience. Cause I haven't done it yet. I've been trying for over a year to, to do that. I've, you know, hardly cracked or haven't even cracked 200 subs. And so, um, but even with that being said, like what I do professionally and in, in working in marketing, 
Um, we are, our company has a YouTube channel that uh, it's part of the YouTube partner program. It's around uh, 25,000 subscribers. Um, it's, it's really all just comes down to like put out things that people want to watch, but at the same time, put out things that the algorithm and, and the data and the SEO and all of that can also latch onto. And so you're kind of, you know, battling both like, is this for people? Is this for the, the robots that are going to put it in front of people? Uh, it's interesting though. So the, um, there is a, a YouTuber that, um, I work with, or we've worked with before that has hundreds of thousands of subscribers and he puts out videos once a month. And he's always done that from the start, but like he has like experiences in cinematography and, um, like the content that he makes um, people have flocked to. So it's like the, I think the most important thing is to not chase, like I want more people viewing my shit. And then you get caught up in that. It's like, at the end of the day, if you're enjoying what you're doing, then, Hey, like at least you're winning it because I, I, it would be tough to just like wake up every day. Like, Oh my God, what's trending? Like, I have to be the first one to talk about it. Or like, I have to be caught up. Like, uh, I got to throw something out and hopefully people will like it and watch it, whatever. And that's all you're doing it for. It's like, that's, that's not a life worth living, but if you're doing what you enjoy and, and that's the other thing too, is the authenticity is like, people can tell when other people are being real with you and how they have like genuine enthusiasm about something. If you're just bullshit, like, Oh, here's a, some, celebrity news about this or like here's the sports this like well yeah clearly they don't give a shit it's like but then you look they upload a video every three four hours and it's like it's just a lot of them not giving a shit so what's the point so um i think like that's that's something that i've embodied is like hey as long as i'm having fun i'm gonna keep doing it at the time that doesn't come or at the time it isn't fun anymore i'd be like i probably need to walk away because it's not worth it now that's not to say that it hasn't come with like times like, I mean, the, the Ronaldo, the like real that we were talking about earlier, you know, it's 60,000. It's my highest performing post on Instagram on one end from a dopamine standpoint, it's like, Oh, hell yeah. Like people are watching, let's go. But then, then on the other end, the post the next day or the next couple of days, and it just falls flat. And then you're like, Oh, you're like constantly riding this emotional roller coaster that, you know, the, the best way to not get sick on the roller coaster is to not get on at all, which is one of the reasons why I turn the notifications off because it's like, I don't need to know when people are liking uh, the other thing too. Oh my God. Shout out to comment sections. There are some really awesome people out there that really want to speak their minds. And a lot of them are fucking assholes. Like there's so many mean people that just want to weigh in and like, at a, just like an attitude thing of like, all right, like they, that they got their own thing going on. Like I try to laugh at myself. Like if I do something funny or cringy or whatever, like, thanks for pointing it out. But then, you know, trying to like offend me, it's like, ah, it's not going to work. Hey, thanks for watching. Like, and subscribe. Yeah. That's happened to you. Or does that happen to you? You get negative comments and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. just yesterday. Um, uh, in this last episode, there is my wife actually sent it to me and it's funny because she's we're not going to have kids ever but it was a, a woman her tiktok page is just basically her just like breastfeeding and she has like big huge tits 
and so, I, I, I saw that one yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. On, on that one so on youtube like they were people just freaking out like dude what the fuck is wrong with you there are kids on this like take this down like you're creepy as fuck whatever and it's like i mean yeah there are kids on here don't kids drink milk like a lot of kids are breastfed and if not formula fed like what's the issue so like that's one like there have been other ones where people just like wait they're just mean like they're just downright mean of like uh i had my wife on an episode and there was a comment of like you know that chick looks like she doesn't even want to be there and so it's like i mean what can you do when you read that so i respond i was like you're right she didn't want to be there it was miserable for her and it's just like trying to be cheeky but yeah i don't know if you've had any experience with just mean comments just people being assholes it's kind of the nature of the stuff i'm putting out it's a little bit polarizing and like somewhat provocative which i didn't realize that breastfeeding was such a uh hotly contested you know stance but then i was like oh yeah i guess that makes sense like some people were really against public breastfeeding other people were like this shit's natural like this babies need to eat right so but yeah have you have you felt uh or experienced any comments of people just being dickheads well, first of all, the breastfeeding thing, like you said, like people do breastfeed in public. There is also, you know, obviously this person posted this breastfeeding video, I'm assuming on TikTok or whatever it was. So it's like, I don't think that's, a, it's obviously not like against the rules. I don't think to post that. And it would be if it was that bad. But honestly, I haven't gotten too many negative comments, but my, I was talking with some friends about it. And like they were saying part of the reason my one friend I think didn't want to do it is because like he didn't want to get, I guess like judge or he didn't want to get in trouble for saying the wrong thing because the other guy was saying the other guy was like kind of that I was doing it with, which I really liked was kind of like you, but I think even more over the top than you, like he was saying some really fucked up shit, our other friend who was on with us. And it was even too far for me. But anyways, my point is, is that my one friend dropped out because it was like kind of too provocative what we were saying. And he was saying, he doesn't really want to get judged or people to talk shit. And um the other guy we were with asked like yeah like do you get shit talked on you on there and i was like honestly not really and it's like it's sad i think because i've heard that like like you're better on youtube to get shit talked on you than to like not get anything at all and to be honest with you like i'm not really getting much of anything at all um so if you are getting shit talked on you it's kind of a good sign like you actually i think want people to get because that's as you know, that's like part of like like what drives the algorithm or whatever is like people actually caring, getting pissed off, and then it starts to get a conversation between people like, is this wrong or right or whatever. With me, um, yeah, I'm just I don't know. I'm just like not really being all that provocative. A lot of my shit's like me flying my drone, or if it is the podcast thing, I don't even really know what they would say. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sure people if I got bigger, I'm sure people would be talking shit, but it's like like I said, I think that's all, I think that's all just part of the game. And it's like, you kind of have to have thick skin, I guess. And it's like, if you're making, if you're big and making a lot of money doing it, then whatever. Um, yeah. Like a little while ago, like you mentioned, like not liking it anymore. So I did, I've done a good amount of podcasts now. It's like almost kind of sad, but I've done like about a hundred or so. And about a month ago, I kind of got burnt out on it. There was some stuff that was going on. Like we had to like move rooms in my house was like a water heater broke and like some other stuff was going on. So I stopped for a month as I was kind of, I was kind of over it. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like it's like, I enjoy doing it, but it's like kind of getting in the way of other stuff 
So I considered stopping, but then just recently I got back on it again. And um, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is it's, it's, it's hard. It's like, it's hard to kind of, because I mean, ultimately I do like, if I'm going to keep doing it, like, I think the goal is to make money, but not even to make money, but like just to grow. So if you kind of like see, or if I see that I'm not growing, at least at the podcast thing, like the photography stuff, I'm totally fine with doing, but at least with the photo- with the podcast thing, if it's not growing at some point, I probably would stop because I think that would be the goal for me, even though I, I know that was like a lot, but, um, sorry, you, you, you froze just for like, oh, okay. I just missed okay. the tail end of that. Oh, sorry. I was just, I was like rambling, but basically, um, I was saying, you know, I don't know. Like, it's kind of tough. It's like, do I keep doing this? You know, like when like I asked another guy, like, at what point do you stop? Or at least do you just. Oh, it's, it's kind of a tough question, you know? I think, I think that like plays back to like what, what I was saying is like, I think people should throw in the towel with like a hobby or a passion, right? That like both, both of us, like we're not doing it. Like you didn't have me come on and like, I'm not getting paid or I'm not paying you like, Oh, like, Hey, let's talk about my podcast. And like, we'll, we'll grow together or like, Oh, I'm some, you know, um, esteemed guest That's like, Hey, you know, my speaking rate is 50,000 a gig. It's like, no, it's like, we're just shitting around. Uh, But like, I think for people like that, that are just doing things, making content for fun is like you throw in the towel when it no longer is fun there's always going to be shitty things that you have to do with it is like you know with me it's like editing like i do enjoy editing i've been uh what is it like say you're an expert in something when you've done it for ten thousand hours and i'm probably getting pretty close as far as being like an expert editor but like it's like oh man i gotta cut up this whole episode and like do this it's like ah it's a drag but it's like at the end of it like, are you still having fun? Like, yeah, I am. So I'm going to keep doing that. I don't care if anyone, I, I do care if no one is watching, but it's like, I'm not, like I said, chasing views of like, I need everyone to see this. Like, look at me, look how great I am. Look how funny I am, all this shit. It's like, mm, no, I'll make, let you make your own decisions on that. If you enjoy it, keep watching, keep doing all that stuff. If you don't enjoy it, guess what? There are millions upon millions upon millions of other avenues of entertainment that you can look into so go do that and best of luck to you you know yeah and it's i totally agree but um i think part of the fun well first of all it's like in terms of like this the pure joy it's like don't get me wrong i i enjoy doing this and this this whole episode has pretty much been like inside baseball but that's fine <laughs> like we have we haven't had like really any topic but that's fine but like um I do enjoy doing this, but I think the question for one is kind of like, you kind of have to weigh the benefits versus the cost. And it's like, what am I like? This isn't getting in the way of anything right now. I'm not saying that, but like, could there be other things I could be doing for one where I'm actually maybe like making money or something. But then two, I think that like I, my point before was kind of like, I enjoy the, I enjoy the journey. You know, it's like all about the journey, not the destination. But in in order to enjoy that journey, even though it sounds like you're kind of saying, like, don't really worry about the the rise or the fall. But it's like, I think that I enjoy trying to figure out not so much how to beat the system, but how how to grow. Mm -hmm. 
And even if I'm enjoying doing it, I don't know if I want to do it without a, without a certain amount of followers. And it's not even really about the money. It's more just about are enough people listening to this to keep doing it? You know what I mean? Right. And then there's also the who knows, maybe, maybe one day, five years down the road, you'll make it and maybe you won't, you know? But people always say, like, don't quit. And it's like, like I agree with that sentiment, but sometimes I think there probably is a good some stuff like you probably should quit. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, even though I enjoy this, but it's like getting in the way of hanging out with my girlfriend or working or making money or doing things that are more productive. You know what I mean? Like, I may like going to the beach five hours a day, but it's like, I don't know if I, you know, if it's realistic, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Who knows? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, it's a long way of like, you know, and you know, basically saying if you enjoy doing it, like just keep doing it. But I totally see your point. But yeah. Yeah, I think because you had mentioned H3. Um, it's been a while since I watched a, a video, but it was about them or they used them as a reference in kind of their case study. I think they were uploading videos uh, somewhat consistently for like three years. And then all of a sudden, yep. and they shot up. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, the images too, where it's like, uh, don't give up. And it's a picture of a miner who with a pickaxe and he's walking away from the hole that he is digging. And like, literally there's like this much dirt left and then it's just all diamonds. And so it's like, don't give up. Like, but I think there is some truth in this. Like, yeah, some things like you should give up. Like, um, you had mentioned, you know, spending time with your girlfriend, like quality time with like your actual loved ones. Cause like, you're the the title of your show is like uh, is talking with strangers or conversations with strangers right yeah like, we literally are strangers like we had chatted for what five minutes and then you're like hey we're gonna go on youtube live like all right let's do it but like the the meaningful relationships that you have with with the people that you have those established relationships with like those are super important so it's like if that's getting in the way and it's not just like podcasting but it's like if you have if you're doing something that takes away from like what the real important things are um then it's like a consideration to like and quit's kind of a dirty word but like you know restructure like rephrase what you're doing and reassess and then just keep fucking punching on yeah like like maybe try and find a better time to do it or whatever and it's like this isn't really i wouldn't say that this is really getting in the way it kind of is because yeah, I do do like I do have like side gigs, like like gig jobs, like Amazon Flex that I may not, you know, like I said, like making money basically that I could be. But it's a, in my opinion, this is like almost more important than making money. You know what I mean? It's obviously I need a certain amount of money, but it's like it's really not about the money for me. That's like the funny thing is it's like I, I would I would do something obviously like even if it, I'm, I'm doing this and it's not paying, I would do it even if it doesn't pay. Right. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean, part of it, I mean, I keep, I feel like I keep reiterating, I keep restating my point, but it's like, part of it is, like I said, um, trying to find a way, I guess, to beat the system and to beat the algorithm or to get monetized. And then once I get monetized, like you said, at that point, at least you're monetized and then hopefully you can build from there. Like, as long as I'm slowly working my way up, then I'm fine. So yeah, so I don't know if you want, I don't know how long you want to go for. Um, it's totally up to you. Right, like a little over, I think it's already eight. Um, I mean, I don't, 
don't mind shooting it for a little bit longer. I haven't eaten dinner yet, but I perform best on an empty stomach. Um, but yeah, I think the one thing I do want to mention, cause you're like saying it's like, Oh, like we're talking like way inside, like content creation, like all that. But like in reality, like these topics and these themes that we're talking about are uh, from a top, you know, 30,000 foot level. It's like, these are human experiences. Like people are asking themselves um, the same questions of like, should I keep going at like, at my job, like I'm a banker. And if I keep grinding, I'm going to become branch manager. And it's like, well, do you really want to do that? It's like, no, I fucking hate banking. I can't even do basic math, but I really want this job because of whatever. But it's like, oh, like I, I don't, can't spend time with like my loved ones or whatever. It's like, that's doing that. And then just like passions in general, right? Like ours happens to be the common one is like, we enjoy talking with people and we enjoy creating content. Other people, they might like, uh, making like growing sea monkeys i don't know whatever your hobby is so um i my hope is is like for the the listeners like they still you take something away from it instead of just us being like daydreaming of like you know the glory days of a premier youtube channel yeah totally and what's funny is like recently i've i just kind of think i thought this today like literally at, at 12 p.m. today i talked to some guy in france and he had like ptsd from being in the, in the french military and like i said i talked to the tech guy and then a girl who got abducted by aliens and it's like and all these different people now you and it's like you know even if i'm not getting anything out of this i'm like really learning from people and it's like that's why joe rogan i think is like seriously one of the best jobs because it's like he gets paid a ton of money to have conversations and just learn from people and ask them whatever question he wants. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I mean, it is, it is, it is a, it is a great thing, but um, yeah, I feel like I was going somewhere with that, but I forgot. Um, so yeah, I mean, even if, even, it's yeah to a certain extent it is kind of more than fun because i am like i said learning a ton of stuff um and it's like i said in the beginning like I, i'm getting good guests like it's like it'd be one thing if i was getting some like really like straight like weird guests or like people i just like didn't really talk or just full of shit or whatever but it's like i really am getting good guests so yeah well, it's funny when when you reached out and you sent your um your anchor page and i'm like looking at i think uh at, by the time that that happened i think you had that uh, hypnotist on and you got hypnotized yeah. and i kind of like scrolled through and like saw like some of the people <laughs> that you talked to and like the the different and i'm like dude i don't have fucking anything to offer like i feel like i'm not that interesting like i don't have like these accolades or whatever i was like ah fuck it if he wants me to come on i'll come on whatever oh so you almost thought about not just because of the just because you don't have a topic but yeah i mean i'm totally fine with doing these types of things too we're just kind of shooting the shit i've done it before and but yeah, what I was going to say was, is I forgot, but it's, I don't know if it's a, it's like really bad to say, but it's, I don't know if it's because I just like listening to myself, but it's like, I've literally listened to listen back on some of my own podcasts and been like, I really like am enjoying this. And it's like, not so much me, but it's like, I'm enjoying what the other person has to say and I'm learning from them. So yeah, why not? But um, yeah, we're probably at about an hour, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's totally up to you how, how much longer you want to go. But um, I wanted to get into like a little bit of the pop culture stuff that you're going over. Like, obviously we don't have to like draw it out too long, because I think we, you know, you got to eat and then we both have work in the morning. Um, 
or I guess just go into, yeah, go into some of the stuff that you're, you're talking about and some of the stuff that I guess just like that you have talked about what's going on recently. And um, I wanted to talk about that earlier, but we kind of got on the track of, you know, which is fine, but um, yeah, that's, that's the joys of not having any structure. You'll get to it when you get to it or you won't. Exactly. That's the joys of not getting paid really, you know, is doing it when you want and talking about whatever you want. But yeah. So what are some of the, I guess like stuff you talk about, um, what you're interested in, all that kind of stuff. And then we could like wrap it up after that. Yeah. So I think uh, like this goes back to me saying that like, I, I enjoy doing it because I have full control. I can put anything I want up there. And like some of the stuff I put up, like you're not going to see on Instagram, YouTube. I even put like a, like a blur filter on it. Cause it was like, this will get me taken down so quick. Um, but it's stuff that I enjoy. I think is funny or like mainly what it comes down to is like, can I make this seem funny? I'm just like going through my page right now. And it's just like, as I'm scrolling through, cause like scrolling through social media, just kind of mindlessly, which I don't get me wrong. I do it more often than I should. Um, but like what I found with like this podcast is as I'm scrolling through stuff, if I can find some value in a post that I see or whatever and be like, Oh, let me send that to myself. I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. So like there was a news story about, uh, uh, a type of a species of female rats, a type of rat that can, the females can seal their vaginas shut. Like it's like an ability that they have that, you know, is very rare in the animal kingdom. I was like, that's really interesting. And as I said, I don't, I don't plan on having kids. And it's like, well, what about all the people out there that don't want to have kids, but still like to bone, you know, what if women could just seal it up when they don't need to use it? So like there was that um, I've played uh, the answer the internet game, which is just a bunch of hypotheticals. Um, So there's like really no rhyme or reason. Um, Like as far as like the, the pop culture stuff, like the Cristiano Ronaldo post was just a breakdown of a dude made, like he signed a huge contract. So like, what could he do with that money? So it's like, Oh, let's just have some fun with that. So it's kind of all over the place. And that's kind of, that's, it's my crutch a little bit because the whole thing, when you think about like really prominent YouTube channels, Instagram accounts, whatever it's they're dialed into their niche. You know, it's going to be about cars, but not even just about cars. It's going to be about um, Mazdas that are, are tuned with a certain whatever. And it's like, that's all that that account does. I'm flip flipping the script and it's like, nah, I just want to put out stuff that I enjoy doing. And so if someone were to show up at my page, be like, what the fuck is going on here? What is this guy doing? I was like, yeah, just take a look. If you like it, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. If you like it, eh, maybe shoot a follower, a subscribe. But if you don't, hey, keep scrolling. You'll probably never see my shit again. So it's really kind of like, um, yeah, like stuff that I enjoy. Like I did, I did a series of videos with a buddy years ago where we were doing like first reaction um to like new albums that drop primarily in the hip-hop genre and so the album would come out at like midnight we hit record we hit play we'd like give our takes like all this yada yada then i'd go to edit and then i'd try to be like one of the first accounts that would post uh about that album and like try to be the first one but it's like uh it was so much and i found myself like chasing those trends of like my buddy's like, oh, let's do this album. And it's like, I don't even like this artist. Like, why are we doing this? 
And so, um, yeah, I just like kind of grew up in a sense. It's like, no, I just want to share the stuff that I find interesting. I find enjoyable and my ultimate hope. And I think with you as well, with your show is like other people will find it interesting, entertaining, comedic, whatever. Yeah. And so it's not, so your podcast isn't so much pop culture as it is more kind of like almost kind of like reaction videos of, of like Instagram or TikTok posts, right? Kind of. Yeah. There's a little bit more substance to it and a lot more variety. Um, But yeah, so it's like pop culture. I think the closest it comes to it is like what I was saying, like the sports segment or the news segment, but I try to go out of my way to find things that aren't readily being talked about. Cause it's like, you don't need to hear from me, like my takes on the conflict in Ukraine. Like I'm the last person you need to hear that from. I'm not going to get into it, but we want to talk about Brittany Griner getting caught with a, a dab pen and now she might spend the rest of her life in a Russian gulag. Yeah. Let's talk about it. That's fucking wild. Uh, so yeah, it's, that's kind of my approach uh, is like, if it's like fringe pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. I've wanted to get like, speaking of that girl who got abducted by aliens, I've been, I've been wanting to get more fringe people on for a while. I don't know if you've seen the YouTube channel, like soft white underbelly. Or have you heard of that? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Stuff like that is just I've I've really only watched like one or two of his videos, but like getting kind of like really just interesting people on and like talking to them. Or a better another example would be like, you know, channel five, like the Andrew Callahan thing. He, he, before that he had like um all gas, no breaks. It's like a um Oh yeah, I know all gas, no breaks. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is a lot of people know that name, but not channel five. So he had all gas, no breaks, and then he this Andrew Callahan guy changed to channel five and it's basically him just showing up to like crazy, like, you know, right wing, but also whatever, like right wing, crazy, like right wing stuff or whatever, like Q type stuff. And then just kind of like holding like a microphone out and just letting the person HBO documentary that they did. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So me and my co-host before who left, um, we did like the last thing we did on him was like he got accused of like sexual misconduct. I don't know if you heard about that, but like he was like blowing up and then it's like, I really haven't heard much from him since that accusation. Mm-hmm. And the accusations weren't even that crazy. It was just kind of like he tried really hard to have sex with me, basically. Like he right, he like didn't rape them, but it was like he just really tried and which you know, obviously is he tried too hard, which is messed up. But um, so yeah, I I only bring that up because I don't know what ended up happening with that. But um, yeah, so just stuff like that to me is interesting. But then also getting just interesting people on in general. But um, yeah, I was kind of wondering with the copyright stuff as far as what you're doing. Like, are there ever situations where like you post somebody else's video or you reacting to the video and then somebody like tells you to take it down or whatever? So it hasn't happened yet. And the the grand thing about the time that we live in is everyone is an expert on everything. I will say this first. I am no lawyer. I do not practice law. I took a semester of copyright law class, but in that time picked up a lot of things. So um, are you familiar with the fair use doctrine or like people using fair fair use to provide commentary on something you heard of that before yes i've actually been 
interested in it to know what I can do basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and again, this isn't from a legal professional. Um, this is just how I understand it and how I interpret it. And it's really fucked because it is all up to interpretation. Uh, even so much so that a lot of cases involving fair use have made it to the Supreme court and, uh, the the supreme justices have to make a decision of like yes this is fair use or no this is copyright infringement so uh there's a few different things that i have going in my favor with like showing the actual videos for one a lot of people um that are people just uh creators like the um uh the the breastfeeding that that lady on tiktok she actually i tagged her in that video and she saw it and she made like a response to it because i was like hey if you have bigger boobs can you make more milk and so she made a response video to it so like for her oh, wow. yeah so i thought that was really cool and so for her it's like oh hey look like people are looking and viewing my stuff and adding their own thing to it and then i'm gonna add to it and then i'm gonna add to it back and forth back and forth that's all fine um but then like you take a sports clip, like a football replay in the NFL, the NFL is be like, what the fuck is that doing on there? And it's like, but I'm doing fair use. I'm giving some commentary. I thought it was a cool run and a cool stiff arm and a touchdown. They're like, fuck you. You're a thief. So it's, it's navigating that in a way where it's like, there's, I can't remember the actual wording, but in order to create uh, something that is protected by fair use uh it has to be there's a multiple of them I'm just going to rail off the ones that I actually retain like it has to be uh transformative so I can't just take um uh uh iron man and repost it and make no changes to it and be like this is mine it's like everyone knows that's not mine but if I were to take it throw my face on there kind of cut it up so the person viewing it isn't watching the whole movie uh, and then I just like put something up that I, it's in between it, but you still kind of get the whole movie. But if you're adding something to it and making something new from it, um, then it's protected. And then, of course, you have uh, parody and satire. That's why South Park is able to do the things that they're able to do is one, because it's animated and some of the visual stuff like you could never show a, an eight year old kid in an orange hoodie die every single episode, but cause it's animated, they get away with it. But then also too, like they're just doing satire. And so they can, you know, do, uh, they can name drop without getting clearance. Now, of course, comedy central and their team of lawyers are like, hold on, like, let's make sure we're doing everything by the book. So we don't get sued. Um, but yeah, like if basically if you're providing commentary on something, whatever it may be, you're protected by fair use providing that you are changing what that final product is you're not just copying it uh it's the root word copyright you have the rights for something to be copied or not be copied um so like you know how like um do you watch any sports any sports fan of like any league not really not really that into sports okay. Well, so like uh, one thing they'll do in most like of the big leagues like in the US like the NFL with football like They'll always throw this thing on of like this broadcast is copyrighted by the National Football League and the Players Association, whatever. Any redistribution accounts to the game, yada, 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 is prohibited unless you have written consent from the NFL. Basically, they're saying you can't even talk about the game without our permission. But then it's like, well, what about free speech? Can't we talk about, you know, the Ravens playing the Colts? Like, 
we can't talk about that. So it's, it's super hairy. It's way too convoluted than what it needs to be. But at the same time, it's beneficial because it's convoluted because then someone can't just be like, no, you can't do anything with that because that's mine. And I'm going to sue you and I'm, I have more money than you. So I'm just going to run you dry. So that's like the long winded, super unprofessional, probably partially inaccurate, like breakdown of fair use and copyright. Um, but ultimately I, I feel like I'm protected from it. And if it comes to it though, where someone's like, Hey, you can't do that. You got to take that down. I'll basically do a little bit more concise of an argument than what I've just explained to you. Hey, this is how I'm protected. Here's some references to some legal cases, yada, yada. And if they don't want to hear it, like, no, like I'm going to sue you unless you take it down. Like, okay, then I might consider it because there's no way in hell I can afford a lawyer for bullshit, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a big question that I have is, well, for one, you said parody. So if you're making fun of the clip, that sounds like parody. But for two, my big question is, is what are they going to do? Like, let's just say you post a clip of whatever, like a football game or, and you make fun of it or whatever. And will they give you, like, will YouTube give you the chance to just take it down, like, before they sue you? Or could they technically just say, we're suing you? Like, we're going to just send you a cease, or I guess even with a cease and desist, you still have the opportunity to just take it down. But it seems like you could just keep posting. I don't know. So I've been looking into this recently because um, so there's this channel and I, you've probably seen a ton of channels like this, but it's like, there's a channel that I, that I watch or listen to where the guy will literally, he'll just kind of like cover something that happened on Joe Rogan or what any of these guys like Bobby Lee or like Andrew Schultz or Brendan Schaub or even the guy you like, I'm forgetting his name, but um What's his name? Um, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Any one of this, he mostly focuses on the, the Joe Rogan gr group and he'll say, okay, so this happened. It, it's not like he'll just cover a Joe Rogan episode. He'll be like, okay, there was beef between, you know, whoever, like Andrew Schultz and somebody else. And then he'll cover it, but then he'll play clips of the show, like showing it. And he has said that like, do you know who Tim Dillon is? He's another guy who's part of that group. He posted one on him and Tim Dillon's group or whatever, I guess, asked him to take it down. But then he came on and said, Tim Dillon is suing me. Um, so anyways, my question is, and he gets like a ton of views. He, he started like a Patreon channel. I think he's, he could be making, he gets a lot of views. Like he'll get like 80,000. But it's like, he's just covering what happened on like another podcast and I'm kind of wondering, like, is could he get sued or is he just if worse comes to worse, can he just take down the video? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, what's going to happen? Like, yeah. And it's like it's such a hairy like there's no single answer to that, because like if if you own, um, like you said, like the, the shark video, but it was a sunfish. If yeah, if that, and you well, you got that's actually a perfect example. You got permission from your friend. You're like, hey, do you mind if I put this on YouTube? There you go. Like it's a verbal agreement. So like, you know, if this wasn't your friend and it was just a guy, it's like, well, let's draft up a contract. So we have it in writing. But if this is a friend of yours, they say, yeah, sure. They've given permission. You post it. I then see that video. 
And then instead of like going on the podcast and like putting a talking head there and be like, oh, look at this it's a fucking shark. But is it? I don't know. If I just ripped your video and uploaded it, I'd be like, oh, look, because I saw, you know, how it gained a lot of traction, had, you know, viral potential it was already viral. I was like, oh, well, let me try and scalp some of his views. Then I would throw it up there. YouTube is really good about sending a notification. So if I did that, I stole your video, I uploaded it, said it was mine. YouTube would send you a notification and be like, hey, uh, this person just uploaded a video. Our, our technology, our scanning, all that, it looks really familiar to yours. What do you want to do? And so you as the original creator have the option to either hit my channel with a strike and that video gets removed because YouTube is somewhat on the hook because they're kind of this intermediary allowing you to uh they're basically hosting me stealing something i stole from you and so youtube doesn't fuck around and they're like okay yep sounds good we'll take it down or what some of the bigger um companies that own these intellectual properties so like i used to just do a sports podcast um, we did it live every week and we would do it was during the nfl season we would do highlights all this shit at the time that the episode got uploaded, immediately it says, you know, um, monetization turned off or like uh, uh, partially blocked. And basically the NFL claimed, hey, this is our stuff that this video is using. So they can't profit off of it. But we're the NFL. We get hits like this all the time. It doesn't look like they just took copy and pasted like a game. So we'll let it stay up there, but just know like, you know, that's ours and youtube's like sounds good nfl good to go beyond that if youtube you got the message from youtube and then you said um youtube take it down and then they did and i was like hey what the fuck and then it's then it can just be in a pissing match of suing if youtube never sent that message and you reach out to me and you're like hey take down that video it's not yours that clearly is mine here's a cease and desist and then as the person that is in a potential violation of copyright looks at it and goes, no, I think I have a case here. I think what I'm doing is within the confines of the law. Or they go, oh, yeah, this I kind of actually 100% totally did steal that video. This is not mine. I'll take it down. That's the end of it. And then it's just all litigation and lawyers and years of time and years of money. And then at the end of it, you might win. You might not. Um, a lot, like, I think what you're talking about, like the YouTube channel, like being sued for some commentary on Tim Dillon, some people will just defiantly, you know, fight it to prove a point like, no, fuck you. But then say what you will about the justice system. I am thankful that I haven't really had to deal with it. I really haven't been in any legal trouble, um, anything like that, but it just seems like the, what I've read information I've consumed like true crime, like you'd mentioned, you enjoy like the true crime podcasts is like, it really doesn't matter. OJ Simpson. That's a great example. Doesn't matter if you're guilty or innocent. It matters on how good your fucking lawyer is. So it's a whole can of worms. Thankfully, like I said, I'm fortunate enough that I haven't, you know, um, but it heads with a larger, more, affluent wealthier person because i kind of would be like hey you would bankrupt me if you tried to take me to court so i'm good and that's another reason you know 
exploring like fringe content, but at the same time, not regurgitating what everyone else is already talking about. It's like, no, like let's introduce some, some newness to it. So yeah. Uh, copyright stuff, not easy. Um, everyone thinks they're an expert. I'm not saying I think I'm an expert. I think I understand it decently well, but I'm sure if a lawyer was sitting here and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Don't listen to a single word that he just said. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I have a law degree. I charge $600 an hour. Who do you want to sue? So it's a lot to it. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things to it. Well, for one, I think that you explained it well in terms, you know, for a layman like me, you know, it's like, sometimes lawyers will explain things to you and like, you don't really understand what they're saying. I think that you explained it and it made sense. And I think it's true, but there's a couple of things for, okay. So for one, me and you realistically probably don't have big enough channels for the like ESPN or whoever to care. I would imagine like those, like we played a song one time on our podcast and I think it got like literally chopped off. It was like a copyright thing. And like, they literally chopped off the podcast. Um, so I guess, yeah, they might care. But my point is like, they're probably not going to sue us because we just don't have that much money from it. Secondly, my big question is, is like, let's just say I post a bunch of videos and I, I react to videos or like I comment on videos or I give my take on a video. And if somebody comes to me and says, hey, like you can't post that video, take it down. It's like, okay, just I'll take it down. As like my point is, as, lo as long as I'm not getting sued, I don't really care. I'll, so you know what I mean. So it sounds like from what you're saying, you can post it. They'll just ask you to take it down before they sue you, right? Like they won't sue you before they give you an opportunity to take it down, right? Or could they? Yeah, and I don't know if that's like written in with like in the legal doctrine of like how to sue. Like I said, I've never sued anyone. I've never been sued. I've never been in legal trouble. So I. I don't know if you if it's a cordial thing to be like, here's a cease and desist, or if you're going to take someone to court for copyright infringement, you first have to do a cease and desist. If they don't cease and they don't desist, then we'll, you can continue on with the lawsuit. So I'm not 100% on that, but it's kind of like it all comes down to if you own something you don't want other people to be making money off of what you own unless you give them permission. And in addition to that, they give you money. And so if you just steal something and be like, this is mine, look and be like, hey, you're literally encroaching on my nut. You can't do that. And that's what it comes down to. So like small guys like us, like it's still good practice to, you know, be within the confines of, of uh, legal copyright use. But at the same time, they're not going to put you in prison for the rest of your life. It's all civil stuff. So you'll just have to pay a fee or whatever. But like, if it is a large channel or a large entity, large artist, whatever, that does it to another large channel, large artist, large entity, whatever, uh, then there's big money involved. And that's where it's like, no, I want what's rightfully mine. No, I want what's rightfully mine. And then it's just a big, huge legal battle. So there's definitely yeah. to it. Yeah, I think just my my big question, I've like asked lawyers about this, and it seems like it's hard to get an answer. My one friend who's a lawyer said basically they probably won't sue you because you don't have any money. But my main thing is that I just want to make sure I don't get sued. And it's like, like I said, if they ask me to take it down, I'll take it down. I just don't want like a letter in the mail being like, we are taking you to court over this video. 
but yeah i mean i totally get like obviously like it's it's messed up to like take someone's movie or video or podcast or whatever and just repost it like that's stupid but it's totally different if, if you're taking like a clip like a 30 second whatever clip and then adding to it making fun of it like that's that's completely different than just ripping it off completely right so yeah um so yeah lastly um just yeah if you could just go over your podcast um like where we can find it i was gonna ask earlier if you can find it on like apple Podcasts, spotify also so it's youtube apple Podcasts, spotify all those and then even tiktok and instagram too right so it's like everywhere pretty much right yeah i mean it's it's anywhere on any social platform so it's the sway parade podcast um it comes out every Monday. If you're listening on audio, it drops about 4 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Uh, do the time math if you're going to find it and want it right when it drops. YouTube, same days on Monday. Uh, at Chuck underscore Sway is the handle on Instagram, TikTok on YouTube. And then as I had talked about my co-host persona, Country Strong Clyde, uh, he's at Country Strong Clyde, no spaces, no underscores, just all the way through. And then... Yeah, I mean, every single platform. Platforms, uh, audio platforms, I didn't even know existed. But you have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I'm on um, uh, like the Alexa app, I think, or like what Amazon Pocket, whatever. It's just like, I don't know who's listening to this. But if you have a podcast player, high chance that my show is on there. Uh, if you don't find it on your preferred player, just hit me up on wherever at chuck underscore sway and be like hey why isn't it on uh vinyl it's like well i don't know get an internet connection but yeah it's it's everywhere all right yeah my friend my friend has like a Bengals podcast he's like a football guy and he said like his is on i think at one point he told me like amazon was gonna pay him or something but he was saying his is on alexa and i was like yeah what does that mean alexa like he was saying something like you ask alexa to, to bring it up or something and it's a literally a podcast like Alexa has like podcasts or is it just the Amazon podcast? Like, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. Cause I have uh, I have an audible subscription and I actually found the show there where it's like, you think, Oh, I just thought it was audiobooks. It's like, no, they have podcasts there as well. So I think Alexa probably um, pulls from that catalog. I don't really know how it works. I just know that it's available. Okay. And have you noticed that like, you said you were doing live stuff before, like, obviously we're doing this live and, you know, I don't think I'm getting any viewers, but does it seem to help to go live? Would you say like, but I know it shows it at the top when you're live, as opposed to like, you don't even keep it at the top while you're on. Like, do you think it's a good idea to go live? I think it's a good idea to go live, like live, live, what we're doing right now. Um, when you do have an established audience that like will tune in and be like, Hey, uh, what's today? That Thursday at seven Pacific, I'm going to be going live. I got a guest coming on, but, um, just this last weekend when I was editing, I actually went live on YouTube and I was like, Oh, I'll just share my screen. And like, here's me, uh, editing the video and nobody showed up. And then a few hours later I did it on Twitch. Nobody showed up. Uh, a few months ago, I paid for uh, uh, basically like a micro server that was designed to constantly like 24-7 play old episodes. And so if you went to my channel during that time, chances are 
it was live. It was pre-recorded episodes, but it was streaming live. So it's kind of like a radio, kind of like listening to the radio, except just pre-recorded. Nobody showed up. So um, I, I wouldn't tell you to like not go live because you never know. Like I used to stream on Twitch, like in the pandemic and like there were random times where like all of a sudden, like there would be 20 people in there and be like, where the fuck did you all come from? So um, like there's no code to to crack really it's just try things if they don't work look at it shake them some things up try it again and then just rinse and repeat until you find something that works for you so i mean i would say because you never know like i've had the the stream open here like if someone hopped in the chat and asked an interesting question they would have never hopped in the chat and asked an interesting question if you weren't live so it's a kind of like a like shoulda coulda woulda like you never know what might happen so um i say just just keep doing it yeah and i subscribe to you too so if i catch that you're you're streaming and i see uh you got a guest on i'll, I'll try to hop in um and at least just say hey man what's up and just you know a little bit further validate like oh yeah look at that that was a older guest i had you check out his episode and then you just continue on so i just say just keep throwing stuff out there um just keep trying things, keep experimenting. And then I think just like, just from a, a glance of like looking at your anchor page, like the people that you have on just by the titles are interesting. Like I, when I first saw it, like I said, the hypnotist, I clicked on that. I was like, did he actually get hypnotized? And then you're like, all right, Ed, you know, be careful if you're driving, whatever, don't do that. I was like, I'm sitting right here, but I want to see what's going to happen. So I just keep, just keep fucking doing it. Did you watch that one? I didn't watch it. I listened to probably yeah. 20 minutes of it around to where you're getting hypnotized. And uh, I was like, yeah, the, again, like that's when I was having this internal conversation with myself of like, I'm not a hypnotist. I haven't been abducted by aliens. Like, what the fuck do I have to offer? But like, <laughs> <laughs> and was that one, was the, the hypnotist one that was out with the guy? It was a guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Cause I had one with, I had one with a girl. I've had two hypnotists on one with a girl and then a guy and the guy was more recent. And he actually asked me to put that. He's like, can you put that before? And I was like, dude, like, to be honest with you, I don't know if I'm going to be able to add that in, but I was, I'll just add it in the beginning. Um, yeah. So, so are you also on anchor? Is that the, the, the thing that you use to put it all out or no? No, I use a service called transistor. Um, okay. It does a similar thing though, like you upload to the platform and then you tell it where you want to to share it. Okay, okay, and then lastly, I'll ask, um, I'll ask everybody this. You've already kind of gone over the podcast you listen to, but if there's any movies, music, uh, TV shows you're into, I mainly just ask this, like, because I'm always looking for new stuff to listen to. Okay, um, it can be quick. It just you know, yeah. Think about this. Um, I would say what I've been going through lately, and this is something that I never expected I would be so entrenched in. And you had said you're not really big into sports, but if you haven't checked out Drive to Survive, the Formula One show on Netflix, even like without like the sporting of it, like just to see how the ins and outs of like a team that makes a car that goes 210 miles an hour and just like all the drama crashes all that shit um something to check out um you might enjoy it you might not but there's multiple seasons on there so if it 
if you catch it and you're like, hey, this is really good, you have a bunch of stuff to watch through. And then if you get through the first couple episodes, it'd be like, yeah, no, I spend a lot of my time driving throughout the day. I don't need to know what it's like doing it way faster. But that that's what I would suggest. Drive to Survive on, on Netflix. That's what I've been pounding through recently. All right, great. Thanks for coming on. And um, yeah, let me know. If, I offer everybody, if you ever want to come on again, let me know. And then, yeah. And then I'll talk to you real quick on after if you want to stay on. Okay, yeah. Because I, have, I have another another question for you it'll be really quick okay yeah. all right thank, thanks guys thanks for coming yeah. on chuck thank Bye. you